Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 296 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants uh, sections 121 to 123 in October the 18th to October the 24th. And today we're going to start looking at Doctrine and Covenants section 121. We'll see how far we get, um, but there is just so much here to uh, to delve into that uh, we don't want to rush this either. So, in the first two verses of section 121, we have this uh, well-known uh, couple of verses from the prophet uh, asking, O God, where art thou? And where is the pavilion that covereth thy hiding place? How long shall thy hand be stayed? Thine eye, yea, thy pure eye, behold from the eternal heavens the wrongs of thy people, and of thy servants and thine ear be penetrated with their cries. It is, uh, again, you know, I think that it's tricky for us to empathise with uh, uh, with the prophet because we've, well, many of us, I'm sure, and I'm pretty sure all of us, will not have been through this exact experience that he has. Uh, but as we will discuss later, the Lord has, and he is aware of the struggles and the strife of the saints. But at times, even with that comforting thought that the Saviour knows what we've been through, and he can help us, at times, there are there will be times that we just wonder and question where God is, and why he's, is he not answering our prayers. Uh, and it's important to understand how he works in our lives, so that um, when those times do happen, you know, we don't lose that faith. Uh, Tad R. Callister said this, quote, How does he accomplish this? Sometimes he removes the affliction, sometimes he strengthens us to endure, and sometimes he gives us an eternal perspective to better understand their temporary na- nature. After Joseph Smith languished in Liberty Jail for about two months, he finally cried out, Oh God, where art thou? Instead of providing instant relief, God responded, My son, peace be unto thy soul. Thine adversity and thine affliction shall be but a small moment. Joseph now understood that this bitter experience was but a dot on the the eternal spectrum. With this enhanced vision, he wrote to the saints from that same prison cell, Dearly beloved brethren, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power, and then may we stand still with the utmost assurance to see the salvation of God. Because of the Saviour's atonement, we can have an eternal perspective that gives meaning to our trials and hope for our relief, close quote. We learn here that, you know, relief won't always come. And that's a really difficult thing to uh, to accept, I guess, because if you're going through such a difficult trial, then the, the thing that you crave uh, will be some sort of relief uh, from this pain and suffering that you feel. But as Brother Callister point, explained, you know, sometimes it's just the perspective that it gives us that we learn about. Um, also, uh, Lisa L. Harkness says this, quote, There is a mortal tendency, even a temptation, when we find ourselves in the middle of trials, troubles, or afflictions, to cry out, Master, carest thou not that, that I perish? Certainly the Saviour of the world understands our mortal limitations, for he teaches us how to feel peace and calm, even when the winds blow fiercely around us and billowing waves threaten to sink our hopes, close quote. Um, This idea that the Saviour understands us is so important, and I think is one of the 
aspects of the atonement that is of the most beautiful to me. I mean, obviously, the fact that we can be forgiven of our sins, no matter what we do as we repent and come to Christ, is an incredible blessing. The fact that he is able to experience the temptations that we've been through so that he can truly understand how difficult it is at times to make the right choice is a mercy and a tender grace to us. But the fact that he has been through and under everything so that he can truly understand how we feel is such a healing balm as well, that he is able to understand the pain that we go through and this and the suffering that we uh, have to engage in. That that truly is a great blessing. And finally, on this on these two verses, I had a lot to talk about with these two. Um, Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf says this, quote, The children of Israel waited 40 years in the wilderness before they could enter the promised land. Jacob waited seven long years for Rachel. The Jews waited 70 years in Babylon before they could return to rebuild the temple. The Nephites waited for a sign of Christ's birth, even knowing that if the sign did not come, they would perish. In each case, Heavenly Father had a purpose in requiring that his children wait. Every one of us is called to wait in our own way. We wait for answers to prayers. We wait for things which at the time may appear so right and so good to us that we can't possibly imagine why Heavenly Father would delay the answer. Close quote. We have to recognise that when we don't receive an answer to our prayers, or, or I should say the answer we desire or relief from our trials, we must begin to understand that it does not mean that Heavenly Father does not love us. It does not mean that he doesn't care. And it does not mean that our Saviour doesn't know what we're going through. What it does mean is that there is a purpose to that trial. Now, we, we may not know the purpose but by the end of this life as well. I think that we have to be very careful with that too. Because, you know, when someone goes through a horrendous trial in their life and, and, you, and you say to them, oh, well, there's a purpose to it. Sometimes, you know, that's not helpful because they don't see that purpose for a start. And there are some things in this life where there's just, uh, during that trial, there is just clear, there's no clear possibility as to why that thing has to happen. But it may well be, even as Elder Callister pointed out, to just point to, just demonstrate to us how brief this life is and how, uh, on the eternal scale, you know, how brief this, this struggle is, but it will give us more experience. Uh, and I think that um, that is a, a clear message to us about how we need to have that patience. And it may well be that the one thing we get from this is developing strength or developing patience uh, so that we can support others. That may be or the only thing that we get from it. But if that is something we get, then fantastic. Um, and in verse 7, um, I'm going to skip through Joseph's, Joseph's words. And of course, don't forget that in verses 1 to 6, that's not the only thing he says before the, the answer comes, my son, peace be unto thy soul. Um, but actually, he said a lot of things before this. In fact, it was around about seven pages of him just lamenting and, and laying out the woes of the saints. And fair enough, because they were going through a lot. But the, but the Father does, the Lord does respond and says, My son, peace be unto thy soul. Thine adversity and thine affliction shall be but a small moment. Uh, President Russell M. Nelson said this, quote, Just as the Saviour offers peace that passeth all understanding, 
he also offers an intensity, depth and breadth of joy that defy human logic or mortal comprehension. For example, it doesn't seem possible to feel joy when your child suffers with an incurable disease or when you lose your job or when your spouse betrays you. Yet that is precisely the joy the Saviour offers. His joy is constant, assuring us that our afflictions shall be but a small moment and be consecrated to our gain. Close quote. Again, powerful words by the prophet there, by President Nelson. And again, they are words, perhaps, sometimes to only, only words at times to those people who are going through those trials, but that, that becomes that true test of faith. And in verse 8 it says, And then if thou endure it well, God shall exalt thee on high, thou shalt triumph over all thy foes. Um, we have that promise that as we endure, then we will receive great blessings. Um, Adonil A. Maxwell said, quote, In any case, brothers and sisters, how could there be refining fires without enduring some heat, or greater patience without enduring some instructive waiting, or more empathy without, without bearing one another's burdens? Not only that, others' burdens may be lightened, but that we may be enlightened through greater empathy. How can there be later magnification without enduring some present deprivation? The enlarging of the soul requires not only some remodelling, but some excavating. Hypocrisy, guile, and other embedded traits do not go gladly or easily, but if we endure it well, we will not grow testy without being tested. Close, close quote. If you're listening to this and you are going through a, a tremendous trial at this at this time in your lives um, and you are looking for that answer and the answer and you're hoping for a for a clearer and more defined answer, perhaps, then, you know, have peace, have patience. There will be a, a purpose to this and God will, will, will lift you above it. And that right now is not, you know, necessarily what you're hoping for then unfortunately I, I don't have an answer because I think that there are some trials in life that we go through that we just don't have that answer right now and it's between us and the Lord to work through that, to try and keep that connection with him and feel that peace as much as we can. That peace is available, I can testify of that, um, but it will be difficult at times. Um, but what I can promise you is that the Saviour knows you and that he is aware of you and that he has experienced it. Um, and if if we endure it well, as it says in verse 8, then we will be lifted up and we will be exalted on high. It may well be that we don't find out the purpose of the trials that we go through or, or some of the trials that we go through until after this life, but there will be a, a way to understand as time moves on. Thank you very much for listening today, uh, and please share the podcast. Please uh, go to the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me to share your thoughts and also what you've been studying. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.